0: Now on Adam and Jordana, let's talk movies and streaming with the foremost expert, Tim Lammers. Brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant Personal Injury Attorneys, seeking justice for the injured. Find them at minnesotapersonalinjury.com and get more of Tim's work at directconversations.com.
1: We're a Marvel family. During COVID, the five of us would sit down at night after everybody was done being on their Zooms, And uh, we started the Marvel Universe from the beginning. I don't remember what movie we're we're on right now. Ruby would remember because she's the biggest fan. But there is a new Marvel movie coming out this weekend called The Marvels. And um, I heard it's not great. Tim Lammers, of course, is uh, uh, joining us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. But before we go to Tim, let's hear the trailer. And then we'll talk about if it's meh. Or if it's marvelous.
0: What are you prepared to do?
1: I'm revengeful. Your powers
0: only make me stronger. So you can't be matched. You can't be controlled.
1: One last fight, right? Didn't Thanos like off half of us? I, I I don't remember any of it. But Tim, you're the expert. You're the one who has to keep up with like the four thousand Marvel movies there are. What'd you think, my friend?
2: Well, uh, first of all, Happy Friday, Jordana. And yes, yes, in two thousand eight was the first Iron Man. Okay, and now I think it's like thirty three movies later. (laughs) I mean, not kidding. Yeah, right. there are so, so many, funny. and you you you, you put t- t- a, 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 a great answer together for me to answer. Is it meh or marvelous? It's meh. Sorry. It's just it's, it's meh. And oh. you know what? I mean, the heyday, let's face it, was the Avengers saga, you know? And yes, the Avengers are around here and there in their own solo movies and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. but really, apart from Spider-Man, uh, No Way Home, and... I would say Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness because, A, Sam Raimi is one of my favorite directors, but he brought this horror edge to it, right? Mm. And it it was different, you know? Yes, it had some of the elements, but other than that, I mean, basically what you're seeing are the same elements with every film. I mean, you get the same crash, boom, bang, video game looking like fights, and then you get now to the point where it's just not funny anymore. It used to be amusing. It just feels funny. Forced. And, you know, that's not to knock too much on the acting. A, I'm going to tell you that I've never been a fan of Brie Larson, really. I think she's been terrific in films. I mean, Room, she won an Oscar, and it was well deserved. But to me, she's always seemed really bored as Captain Marvel. I don't know. It just hasn't done anything for me. Now, uh, Tiana Paris playing Monica Rambo, we were introduced to her in uh, WandaVision. She's terrific. Iman Zalani was Miss Marvel, a Disney Plus series. She was terrific in the series. There are points here, it's like kind of gets on your nerves because she's playing that annoying teen (laughs) sort of thing. And Mm -hmm. she's, she's worshiping Captain Marvel, and they go a little too thick with that. So, you know, but there are times, genuinely, it's like, you know what? She really does have a great presence about her. So. And then, of course, you heard Samuel L. Jackson in the trailer, and you could generally never go wrong with Sam Jackson, and Sam Jackson's terrific in this. But again, you're Mm -hmm. plugging them into, I'm not going to quite say a cookie-cutter plot, but they're becoming Mm -hmm. more convoluted, right? Because now you've got to try to be creative outside of that realm of the Avengers, yet involve those elements of the Avengers so it gets confusing. You know, half of this film takes place on Earth, half takes place in... Space and they're teleporting. One when when uh, Miss Marvel uses her powers, uh, all of a sudden she's teleported through a wormhole and goes to the place where Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel was, and then Captain Marvel comes to Earth. I mean, so the big Aye. quandary at the Aye. beginning is find a thing where they can all be in the same place at once to fight the villain who is this Kree uh, overlord who wants to get rid of um, the the scrolls. She wants to get even with Captain Marvel, and she wants to harness the uh, power of the sun so she can save her own dying planet. So, you know, there's a lot. Okay, I to
1: honestly couldn't follow even what you were telling me. So I think that maybe I'm going to have to pass on this one.
2: Well, look, I mean, if you're a Marvel fan, I'm sure that at some point, if you want to keep up with things to see it, Yeah. The only problem, and that's the problem. I mean, has everybody seen Miss Marvel, or is this going to be an entirely new character where we don't know who is this person? Or Tiana Paris, she was introduced and she wasn't even a lead, but she became very important in WandaVision. But if you haven't seen Mm. WandaVision, or if it's been too long since you've seen WandaVision, you know, you're going to come into this thing confused because you're not going to know Mm. the backstories of these characters like you do Captain Marvel.
1: Yeah, I've even forgotten already. Like I said, our family started the Marvel series like from the beginning uh, in, during COVID, and we sort of fallen off the bandwagon because you know we had other things to do. Uh, but we're yeah. like, I don't know, fourteen movies in, and I already forgot so much. And WandaVision <laughs> was a long time ago. It's so a
2: lot, it's like, a lot to to to, to digest, yeah. and then to retain that memory to the yeah. point where you know it's it's yeah, I can see where you can get confused by it.
1: Yeah, they need a recap at the beginning of every movie, so I know where the heck I am in the Marvel Universe. But, um, okay, so it was meh, but I still might go see it because it's mindless and uh, maybe a gummy would make it better. You don't have to comment on that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's good advice there, Jordana.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm not telling other people to do that. I'm just saying, no, not, you know, when not, you go... Yeah, st- <laughs> yeah, you know, pushing that sort of thing, but, you, know, no, you but, know, it's an option, you know. You know, just an option,
0: that's right.
1: Um, This one I've seen promos for. I'm dying to hear your take. It's called Sly. It's It's a Netflix documentary about Sylvester Stallone. Let's hear a little bit.
2: He wasn't cast in things because he
0: was deemed uncastable.
1: The rejection was my encouragement. At that point, I knew my fate was determined on the pen.
0: The genius behind that. This was not an accident.
1: This is the theater where Rocky premiered. My brother goes, this could be the best day or the worst day <laughs> Something happened. Something magical. You could
0: hear the cheers from the inside, outside on the street from the theater. It's the last picture of him being unknown.
1: I watched the Arnold Schwarzenegger um, documentary, oh, and I loved great. it. Terrific. And yeah. He, yeah, and he shared that he had like a rivalry with Sylvester Stallone. I guess during the eighties, I don't remember. But um, is is does Sylvester Stallone mention this in his documentary? And and then also your thoughts on it?
2: And not not necessarily. I mean, they did. It's, uh, you know that you heard Schwarzenegger's voice in there, and he does mention it. And yes, mm-hmm. that is a terrific documentary miniseries, three episodes. Uh, called Arnold. Uh, Sly Mm -hmm. is, obviously, this is his story from the very beginning, his struggles. And yes, he couldn't get cast. So he said, well, I'll cast myself, because I'm going to write my own screenplays. You know, so I mean, these are can-do people, right? Arnold is one of them. Sylvester Stallone is one of them. So it's really fascinating to hear The gestation of it all, where it all came from, where that drive came from. And it wasn't an easy upbringing for Sylvester Stallone, just like it wasn't easy for Arnold either. You know, there was a lot of proving themselves. So I loved this documentary. I love Sylvester Stallone. I love the fact that at age 78, he can come out with a show like Tulsa King and be just as great as he's ever been and show Mm -hmm. that even after playing, you know, the heavy you know, the action star after all these years, whatever, the guy's got a great sense of humor, and he's really funny. So, you know, obviously, you're going to focus more into the Rocky and the Rambo sort of thing and the extendables to an extent. And that only is because he talks about aging, then and how, you know, he can't quite take you know, the, the the rough and tumble that he could early in his career, you know, with those sorts of action films. Um, but, yeah, it's a musty documentary. Amazingly, it's only an hour and a half long. I wish it were longer.
1: Oh, you wish it were longer? Oh, that's great. Okay, good. I can't yeah. wait to watch it. Okay. Yeah, fantastic.
2: absolutely. I mean, you know, it's just so fascinating to get these stories. And, and, yeah, I mean, as far as the rivalry is concerned, oddly enough, I did write a story about that uh, just the other day. Um, And when the two guys realized that, you know, when they got together and they were partners, remember, in Planet Hollywood, and we even had them here. Mm-hmm. You know, both those guys mm-hmm. were here, as well as Bruce Willis and a ton of other stars when that opened at the Mall of America way back when. Um, that's when they really sort of broke bread and realized, you know what, we're, we're on the same side here, <laughs> you know, Where this together. shouldn't be a competition. And indeed, uh, they did appear together in a few movies, including one of the Expendables movies. And since Adam isn't here, I'll have to say it. Get to the chopper! That's my Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation.
1: <laughs> but you know, sick with being they're a critic.
2: Fun, they're having fun, Good. and that's what it should be about. It shouldn't be about all drudgery all the time.
1: Right, right. All right. So we have about a minute left. I just briefly want your thoughts on the um, ending of the after strike. SAG-AFTRA has a new contract with the movie studios. It's worth more than a billion dollars over three years. But the one thing they didn't get. Was the share of the revenue from each streaming platform? Yeah. Yet I, as a member, <clears throat> you know, I'm a member of SAG-AFTRA, so I get the emails from Fran Drescher, who is our president of the union, and uh, she called it a, a big victory. What do you think?
2: Well, I mean, you got to look at it for what it is right now. How much money have people lost? I mean, it's really kind of stopping the bleeding at some point. I mean, it's a victory in that they can go back to work. I don't know. I mean, we got to watch. I, I want to be positive about it because it is a good thing ultimately for them. They did get yes. some of what yes. they wanted, but um, let's just wait three years because the business, as we mm. found out, has changed mm. so rapidly. Mm-hmm. Um, and they gave in a little bit on the AI thing. So how much is that going to progress in the next three years? I mean, we might be facing the same sort of stalemate three years from now. So, mm. yeah, let's see how much more be- bigger streaming gets. And see if they 're satisfied with the deal that they 're getting right now, or they 're dissatisfied or if they 're dissatisfied with AI, but for now, yes, they they got back to work, which is the most important thing, and hopefully three years of peace and harmony in the entertainment business you know and, and, and because things got pretty ugly during this strike
1: it did it did, yes, and even though i we as viewers maybe didn 't feel that we were missing content because there 's been so much great content on streaming that we could. Resort to you know, even if it wasn't new, we could watch an older show uh, I'm looking forward to the actors being back. There are brethren in we stand in solidarity with the actors and and the writers who struck and um, I'm so glad that they're back working
2: I am too, I am too, and speaking of solidarity, I stand in solidarity with you, Jordana, and uh, I saw you. your Facebook post this morning, so Shabbat Shalom, to Shabbat you, my friend. Shabbat shalom. Thank you. And uh, have a wonderful weekend. Catch Sly on -hmm. Netflix. I will. (laughs) All right. All right. Tim Lammers,
1: everyone. You can read more of Tim at directconversations.com. And boy, don't we all need a little escapism. I will be watching Sly this weekend.